Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show, y'all. <sighs> Following National Night Out, and what I know. a journey. That was fun. Kids had fun. There was there was a point when I came in to put Dev down, and I heard my daughter had brought the karaoke machine outside. Oh, fun. And they were singing Disney songs. And then it's oh. kind of cute. There are some days on our street where... Like the teenagers will be coming over and playing with the tweens yeah, and the younger kids. So sweet. So everybody's doing karaoke, and then there's the you know police car. We had we had a police yeah, car at one oh, point. Nice. Two different fire trucks at separate times. It was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah good times, man. Did you uh, did you party last night? I partied. I oh, said I'm sorry. coming up for an hour, and everyone was like, mm, okay. And then the party ended, and then the neighbors ended up in my back patio oh. which was fun because i got to use my lights that i oh, yeah, strung, right. um which was really really fun well that's fun at least that's cool yeah so we just hung out for another hour and we were all like 10 o'clock deadline everybody out okay and then i think it got to be closer to Midnight. 11 then i woke up this morning and i realized that this delicious soup i made still on the pot was still on yeah. and i was like okay oh. no it's okay was, was, there any meat in it? was there any meat in it? There was meat in it. There was pork. And you you put it, it away this morning. I put it away this morning and I went, I'm just going to nuke the crap out of it. When you have I a death wish, it. do you? Do you think I'll die? It was I don't fully know. cooked death food. Wish, do ya? <laughs> I'm just saying here, my lass. You, you so can't it was, it was meat pork and cabbage. I just decided, I don't know what came over me. I'm like, I'm going to make pork and cabbage soup. Is that a thing? Boy, that's almost it. how I like picture me. Yeah, pork and it's cabbage. so good. I bet you it is. I bet it it's is. It's really, really good. I bet it is. Um, you know, and it's got seasoning and everything, and it's yeah. all it. Uh. But you left pork out at room temperature, and your plan is to just forge ahead today. Yes. Yeah, I won't serve it to anyone else. I put it in the freezer, so I'm so just going to nuke it. Try to call Brittany to get a fill in. Yeah, we, we should already. I yeah. hell, I don't call get that the trichinosis. I'd call the coroner just to sort of get ahead of that. I was really mad because the pot, <laughs> the whole pot, wouldn't fit in the fridge, and I went, "Ah, screw it," and I nice. left it like a dummy. But anyway. I'm gonna run with scissors. No, now. no, yes! Donna. No, that's no. That, oh my no, no, gosh, no, no. I don't wish do we that. had this on camera right now. <laughs> don't do it. Donna doesn't turn her camera on until oh, she's. No, it drives me crazy. I'm in, guys. I'm no, in. you're not in. You're not even in the background. I am. You're the worst. You're so, probably on yesterday's us, thing. All right, I'm on it again. I'm entering again, Dawn. I can see myself. <laughs> Steven. Excuse me. Okay, um, I, look, here I am. I'm well, backstage. Dawn, you should know. Today's Wednesday, right? 
Today is Wednesday. August fourth. Yeah. Here August I am. August fourth. Am I in, Don? Look up, look up at your your linky dink. The, or the last three letters BHB. Hold on, everybody. Um, Listen. Yeah, what? of course. Okay, great. We Dawn, don't. Know. We don't what's know what's happening, happening to me. I don't know. I'm Let me put... tell you. All right, Steve. Don, you are not the only person who has taken issue with Donna today. Yesterday, last night, after I put Dev down, the kids are out there playing, lose chat with neighbors, and I thought, you know what? I'm, let me let me do this real quick. So I go and I I post a video from when Donna guest co-hosted last oh. week, and it was a uh, it was sort of a truncated version of me telling the story about my very close call in a porta john. Okay, and in this story now. On Twin Cities Live, I said when we were on television, uh, bear in mind this is the second time that Donna has heard this story today, so just, you know, feign interest. Well, I posted it, and people are responding, you know, very. it's just a crazy story about how I um, I was in a port when they were about Coming to empty to it. clean it. It yeah. was horrifying. I didn't know... I was truly scared. <laughs> didn't know God. what was going to happen. Did they get a forklift or something and you're in it? Don... As I'm in this, I see, I fling open the door, it flings open, and I see this like cylinder of a truck that says sewage removal. This is at my parents' property, and he said, on my dad had said Friday they're coming to clean out the Portageon. I didn't know it was going to be in the morning when I was there. And then I hear beep, beep. And at that point, you think that you're going to get dumped into a sewage truck, and that's yeah, how like your story the ends. Movie. Exactly. So I, uh, I tell this story on Twin Cities Live. And a fair amount of people have since called out Donna. Who is this lady besides you? Why is she not laughing or even smiling at all during <laughs> oh my the story? God, I love it. Yeah, and then some they other don't know people our relationship either. Yeah, they though. don't. They don't know that no. you reject everything he says. Well, <laughs> and that's the bit. And it's, that is true. And also, you know, I did not include in the post. Uh, this is this this is my radio co-host beside me who has already heard this story. Um, instead, people are just wondering what what's going Why on is with she her. Not being TV friendly. Why is she not laughing along with your story? Then other people are coming to Donna's defense, saying, "No, that's his radio co-host Donna Valentine. They are so great together. Aww. She's wonderful, and all this." Now, let me say, if there is one person <laughs> listening that is my other co-host. Elizabeth Reese, mm-hmm. you, my broadcasting sister wives, as I like to think of you. Ew. She Ooh. has routinely said to me that when I post things from host chat, that I always cut out her funny parts. Because I'm just trying to make it as tight as possible. <laughs> punchline, punchline, punchline. You know, it's social. People don't have patience on social. And so she's saying, why are you always cutting out all of my funny lines? I always have a little thing here and a little thing there. And you just cut it out. So no that Elizabeth Reese would be coming to your defense Thank in you. this very moment. I noticed that on camera, Elizabeth will react in a um, in a funny, cartoony, if she doesn't like what you're saying. Yeah. Like an actory way. Hmm. Yeah. Big expressions like, oh, Steve, you're such a kook. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but Donna is just deadpan. Like I'm not even gonna. Yeah, she'll just. She react. just. Like, she just I'm checked like, out. This is how I'm gonna show you that I don't like your story. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give you. It is a nothing. great. Actually, it is a great story. But you know, like Dawn said, I got to stick to the bit. Yeah. You right? be you. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, so. I don't know how. How I make many? It right. How many new followers do you think I'll get? Because I also didn't mention you. 
I didn't do like an at mention. I was, I'm sorry. I didn't do that intentionally. I'm just sorry. Donna came in this morning. She said, how many new follows am I going to have now? Do I need to start posting things? Oh my <laughs> God. I can't say that. I hate social media. About 30,000 people have already seen you. Just stone cold looking at me as I tell this story. But you could tell I'm mildly amused by what you're saying in that clip. Mm-hmm. No? Maybe it just doesn't read on yeah. camera. On camera. <laughs> Damn it. You're fine. I'm going to take off. <laughs> no, no, no. We have a very fun show oh, planned for have, you today. You would not even believe the show we have planned for you. We have three, now you say stuff, three Steve. different <laughs> vaping segments. I love it. Not true, Donna. Don't take the bait. Don't smoke. Vaping can ruin you. Uh-oh. We are going to play the Millennial X Games today. It's That'll Wednesday. If you're listening on the podcast, Hour 3 of the podcast, we play the Millennial X Games. A whole lot of fun. Uh, at 10.30, we will play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And a little bit later this hour, Kristen Bell comes out in defense of Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And I find another best friend in Hollywood. We'll dig into that in a moment. But when we come back, it's time for things that make you go, huh? Uh, There is a difference between East and West Coast butter. Huh. If you've ever traveled or experienced butter on either coast. Okay, I like where you're going, I think. Do you think you can figure out the difference between East and West Coast butter? Yes. That and another grab bag of things that you just don't need to know, but you'll be happy you did. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071. So fun. Everything entertainment. Thanks, Steve. I'm enjoying it. This it's, whole experience. It's really nice to see you. Don, come over here. We'll kiss you on your cheek. Oh, I, well, I have to do, I've run the controls over here. Oh. So you want us oh, to come there and kiss you on your cheek? I do like your, it's my favorite shirt you're wearing today. Oh. Yeah, it's a good shirt, Steve. He doesn't want us to kiss her on the cheek. That was no. a test, Don. That's good. The <laughs> Delta variant is real. <laughs> <laughs> it is, guys. Mask I feel up. like we're going to go into I know, a, we're going to be masking Listen, up. when someone says yep. mask up, Minnesota, I just want to be totally vulnerable. This is a safe space. When I hear that phrase, it makes me want to shove somebody's <laughs> face, like put my hand on their face and push oh, it out of the way. Yeah. yeah but I get it. Yeah. I get, I'm just saying, it feels like we're going to be going back to something they're already talking about at the state fair, possibly having people wear masks indoors. It's apparently a thing that is oh, happening. Bring Me the News okay. was talking about okay. it yesterday. Yeah. And... I don't know. But here's what I'm thinking. Let us encourage one another now. If it happens, last time it was a road closure, right? So to speak. It was a full road closure. This would be 
a series of big speed bumps on a street that is really hell bent on making you slow down. <laughs> You'll still be able to access the highway. You just there's just going to be some speed bumps, so we're not going the normal speed that we are. Yeah. That's my hopeful analogy. And and New York City isn't New York. I'm too. walking here. So anyway, um, there aren't they doing like vaccination cards for restaurants, restaurants and, and gyms that you have to show a vaccination oh, card. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I don't know about the place I never go to. It's weird though. Back now, I know I need to. Don, fun. All right, I don't okay. know. I'm just gonna just hit this hit button. Okay? I don't want to talk about the variant. Mask up. Tell you what's probably happening though with this uh, with this Delta variant. Uh-oh. Don't you think Delta Airlines has sent an email to Corona Beer and said, "How'd you get through it?" Right. Oh my God, Steve. Well, and isn't there uh, in a comedy act? Right. There, I think people who have named their daughters Delta. Well, they're finally Delta getting their comeuppance. There are a lot of people named Delta. Listen, guys. Tanya Tucker. I fly Delta. So this impacts me. I'm a gold card member. Are you? That just means I bought an or got an American Express card that came with free miles. Although Delta does fly direct to Pittsburgh. And Newark. And so I don't miss Chicago Midway Airport, I'll tell you that much. Hey Donna. What is what's going on with her? (laughs) Honest to goodness. Really wacky. Did you eat some of that old pork this morning? No, but I really, I, I can't stop thinking about it because I want to eat it, and now I feel like if I you just have joined said us, Donna I, left out an old pot of stew overnight. She's gonna eat stew. it. Yeah, I am. I'm it. gonna eat it. I don't care. At room temperature, of all the things that you're afraid of and the ways that you limit yourself in your life, put the scissors down. Oh Put them down. Don't no, do don't it. cut your bags. <laughs> oh, Honestly, oh, goodness, the whole commercial break. God. I feel like I'm in a hostage standoff, <laughs> and I'm just trying to talk her down. She's got the scissors. She keeps putting it up toward her hair. And listen, I've been friends with her long enough to know she's done this kind of thing before. Yeah, it never turns out well. Let's, like if National Night Out goes a little too long, and then she walks into the mirror, I need bangs. <laughs> and then she comes in the next day, suddenly wearing it's a beret, true. thinking no one will notice. I've always been a hat lady. Actually, it's a swim cap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell us about butter. Okay, so this about butter. East and West Coast butter are different. Do you know how they're different? I'm going to guess, okay? Okay. West Coasters refrigerate. East Coasters keep it on the counter. Okay, that's interesting. We certainly keep it on the counter at the Patterson House. That's the only place. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You should keep it. I I try doing that and then it sits there for weeks and I go, I haven't okay. touched the butter. That's okay. It is. My main thing with the butter is when I go to use you and smear you on toast, Mm-hmm. I don't want to be digging in to this yeah. fragile slice of wheat toast wheat. where I'm like cutting it now. Sure. I want it to melt. I understand. I hate hard butter. Then you have to put it into the freaking microwave and then you have to spin it after about eight seconds or else the whole top melts and the oh. bottom. It's just salted or unsalted. I don't know the difference. Me either. But I think oh, when yeah, you bake, you what's the baking thing done? It's unsalted. Unsalted with baking. Yes. With cooking typically or smearing on uh, toast. Salted. Salted, yeah. You got to have salt on there. Why don't they want the salt in the baking? Uh, because if you're going to add salt, if the recipe has salt already in it, then you don't want to have this extra salt that you didn't bargain for. Then mm. it's too salty. So they want to control mm. the salt. She's making this. No, but she's not. She's no, a baker. I'm not. Donna. Donna's in a real. She's in a mood today. I don't know. She's out. She's out. We started this. Yeah, we started this with our bumper music from Golden. Always in a mood. I'm going to say something now. East and West Coast butters are different in this way. West Coast butter sticks are shorter. Yes, I'm the shape and thicker. What's up with this? It all goes back to the butter presses. Different dairies uh, used in the mid 1900s. What? You go to California, you're going to see some short, thick butter. You go to New York City, where you'll be walking, and you're going to see some long, thin butter. Is there proof of this? I don't care. Yeah, I've read, I've read it before. Really? <laughs> so it's verified. It's got to be true. Me. Thank you. I've got a source confirming. Mm-hmm. The flag of the Philippines is flipped upside down when they are at a, quote, state of war. Whoa. That's kind of cool. That seems like something out of the Hunger Games almost. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. Yeah. Don't you kind of want to, don't you wish you could live for a week guaranteed survival in a variety of different historical settings? Like if you past and present, future, all of it. I would love to live in some sort of a real dystopian society. Almost think District 12, yes. Hunger Games fans. I'd like to experience that for a week. I'd like to have to find food for a week, but day eight, I go back to my couch and I'm oh. eating. Donna, put the scissors down. I'm ready for the apocalypse. Come on now. As long as you know you're going to survive it, right? I will survive. Cool it, Dawn. Don't be haughty. Mm. (laughs) I would like to live. This is why I say, and I'm going to get, I know I'm going to irritate both of you now. I'm looking at East and West Coast. Midnight in Paris. I know you love it. Okay, yeah. And I I am sorry about that. That being said. It is such a cool look back in time. Owen Wilson gets picked up by a carriage every night at midnight, and it takes him back to a different time in history. You're not a bad dog. Not a bad dog. to the ground. What are you talking about? All right, well, forget that story. We when we come back, about. oh, uh, Jason Momoa calls out what he says was an icky question. Know if he's right about that. Mm. We'll tell you what he was asked and how he responded next. 
If you're a parent like me, you understand how hard it can be to work out at home. That's why you will love going to the Y. They have group exercise classes, and it's safe and clean with limited admittance, hand sanitizer everywhere, and well-spaced equipment. And you can even earn a free month if you join by March 31st. So just go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget, download our app if you haven't already done that. Pretty slick. Oh, yeah. People love so the app. So great. People love the app. It's great. You can listen anytime, anywhere. You can get the uh, My Talk app. Take you a can song also, vacation with you. Um, you can also just you know download our show as a podcast. If you're a frequent listener of the Don and Steve show, uh, download that as listen its Listen on a road trip. Listen on a road yes, trip. Yes. I mean, listen in Paris. I mean, my parents listen from time to time live from Pennsylvania. My Aunt Mary Sue, who uh, runs a cleaning business, Sweepy Sue. She's in West Virginia, right? She's in West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Stunned to find out they even had broadband, but she picks up our signal, listens live all the time while she's cleaning houses. Nice. I like that you said she picks up our signal. Yeah. Because she doesn't. She just listens. Anna, I try to say old-timey things to make it seem like I've been in this business longer. Oh, also to relate to you. Yes. Got it. Try to speak your language. Wow. Nice. Okay. Ah, it's sort of refreshing to see women tearing down other women. There was a great <laughs> laying down of arms for a while, We're and now it's people. back. It's back. Um, I want to talk with you about Jason Momoa. I saw this story. So he was interviewed by the New York Times. Never heard of it. Yep. Look at it. And here he got a little perturbed by question. So there was a writer who asked Jason Momoa if he regrets his controversial Game of Thrones scenes as Khal Drogo and if he would do one now. Now, if you didn't watch the show, I've never seen an episode. So you guys, Don, have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he it, starts out as kind of a mean guy. Right? Did yeah, he start he's a out warrior. As- he's like the ki- he's like the King. chief warrior, and um, they are brutal people. Okay, so They're just like this is a fantasy world. P.S. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, so, here's what they were taking him to task on, or asking maybe about, the I sex say. scenes. They say if you didn't watch the show, the scenes in question are ones depicting sexual assault. Yes. Okay, so Jason responded saying it was important to depict how the character is. And he added, quote, I've never really been questioned about, do you regret playing a role? We'll put it this way. I already did it, not doing it again. Well, that apparently didn't sit well with him because he ended up circling back to it. Uh-oh. During Cor- the interview? Corporate email talk. Let's circle back. He circled back to it at the end of the interview. And he said, quote, it just feels icky. Putting it upon me to remove something there are producers, writers, directors. You don't get to come in and be like, I'm not doing that because this isn't kosher right now and not right in the political climate. But I would say, and I appreciate like they're having a dialogue about it, and that's all cool. Um, but I thought that that was a statement, and tell me if you feel differently about it. I thought that was a real statement of weakness slash, I'm going to use this liberally Whoa. here, victim language. So, you know, when you talk to someone and they're like, well, I have to do this and you really break it down. It's like you don't have to. You have a choice when you do that. Then you make these choices out of like a place of weakness that you've created in your own head as opposed to I'm going to make a choice. So when you say there are producers, writers, directors, you don't get to come in and be like, I think that phrasing of it is I chose not to come in and say this doesn't feel right in this political climate because you are 
the actor. You are your own business. And if you don't want to do something, then you come in and say it might mean you lose your job. But that it's not like, what do you want me to do? Come in. You know what I'm saying? That reads to me I as do. a position of weakness. I kind of like what he said, actually. Okay. And <clears throat> I like it because... The the producers and the writers and the directors aren't being held to the same standard that the star is. He's just reading someone else's words and acting someone else's vision. Yeah, but they don't have a gun to his back. I think right? it's, it's... But that that role was so important. It made him a star. Do you know what I mean? Like that role really put his name on the Hollywood map. Yeah. And I think he knew that that was going to be a big role. I mean, there are so many stories out there, like Handmaid's Tale. I don't think anyone's talking to um, the people. Elizabeth who, Moss. Or, or the, the actors that are being the, the, the oppressors. Yes, the commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He was in West Wing. Um, Martin people, Sheen? No, close. <laughs> Martin Sheen, the oppressor. <laughs> but I mean, nobody's saying like, no, it's a how totally could you take that a good role? reference? That's exactly the same kind of thing. It's just it's an assault. Yeah. I mean, these women are being assaulted at pretty much every other episode. Sure. Because I don't know if you know the story of The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. OK, so basically the birth rates are so are suffering. And so they take these fertile women. Mm hmm. And they have to go through the the women who are still fertile have to move in with a commander and his wife. And they basically impregnate the woman and then have to give up their child to this couple. And it's like the same thing. You don't. I don't know. I, ju- I feel I, like I it think, was a weak question on the part of the interviewer. See, now I feel differently in that. To Jason Momoa's credit, he's right. There are other people involved. It's not like he went in and improv a scene of sexual assault. Right. But um, he was, he said yes to portraying it. So I feel like it's a fair question in that way, but also true at the same time, a question worthy of asking to the writers, the directors, all of but that. But they weren't there at the time. But they weren't there at the time. And so then when you act, but then that's why you get paid more than the writers too. You get to be the face of of it and so you end up dealing probably with some questions that you that make you uncomfortable wouldn't want to have wouldn't um, want to deal with alone i think I, okay so how do i say this i i think that jason momoa felt like they were questioning his character because he like his character as a human as a human being right which isn't his fair character on the show and i think he was just saying that's not that's not fair yeah yeah I don't I don't know. I I feel like when you're an actor and you're in a role, you have signed up. You read the script, you choose am I doing it or not? And so I feel like it's a fair question, but I get that he would feel like why am I the only one yeah. being asked yeah. about that? But I think, you know, I I don't know. It feels like you know, you could have gone about it a different way and your response were really like critiquing how he Response, um, like the I just think that there are producers, writers, directors. You don't get to come in and be like, "I'm not going to do that." That's the whole nature of accepting a role in acting, sure. though. Is am I Fair. going to do that or not? I get what you're saying, but I'm sure you get a new script every week 
and then they say this is what it is. So it's it's not like signing up for a movie, right? With a with a TV show, it's tricky because there's a new script that's written all the time, right? And then you come in and find out, oh, this week I'm dead, which probably happens. Right. So if so I were him, I, I would have said something more like, you know, why don't you take that up with George, George R. 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 Martin, Martin yes. whose vision this is? Yeah, I feel like that's a cop out though too. I mean, I I. You're I, just saying answer the question. I would well, yes, you get to answer it too. You can't just totally shift it to George R. R. Martin, who wrote all of this. He certainly that's a worthy question to ask him. But if you said yes, I'll do it. I mean, that's a moment where you decide: Do I want to portray this or not? Because that, these yeah. roles, these choices, sure. are forever tied to you in TV and movie history. I also want to make a comment since I watched the whole series and read the books that you have to have that arc. It's a whole arc. It's not just one scene where you're like, "Uh uh-oh, he's being bad right here. It's an arc of the character where he is a... I mean, the whole tribe, they are brutal warriors and they like in battle, they do crazy things and and they kill each other to be the king. So you've got this arc of him just being like, well, this is what I do with my wife, my new wife that I bought. And then you see them actually fall in love with each other. And it's like a really at the end of the story, he's changed. And so it's like a beautiful relationship. And I know that that sounds weird because that's not the way the real world works, you know, but um, it's a fantasy world. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know. So I, it's like, it, does it more go forgiving. pretty, I wonder, I've never seen it, but I wonder if some of the, the New York Times, their question was rooted in how graphic it was. You know oh, me. Yeah, it was. It is. I mean, she teaches him a different way to do things that isn't so brutal, if you get what I mean. Sure. Where a woman has more control over the sexual encounter. I mm. now feel uncomfortable. Well, talking I tried to really make it. it very clinical there. So. <laughs> clinical. Well done, Don. Well <laughs> done. Um, hey, real quick, can we get to this? Sure. Much lighter tone. Kristen Bell. Uh, speaks out on the Dax Shepard podcast, Armchair Expert, uh, about the recent interview that he had done with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis about them not bathing often and hardly ever bathing their kids. Uh, Do we have the sound Mm -hmm. of Kristen Bell? Here's Kristen Bell chiming in on that topic. I'm a big fan of waiting for the steak. Once you catch a whiff, that's that's biology's way of letting you know you need to clean it up. There's a red flag. There's a red flag because, honestly, it's just once you get the bacteria, you got to be like, get in the tub or the shower. So I don't hate what they're doing. I wait for the stink. She waits for the stink. Okay, I feel like kids, I don't think kids necessarily need to be bathed every single day. Sure, especially like prepubescent kids. Exactly. All the time. But then when you're talking about adults, Please don't wait for the stink because we then yes. are subjected to your stink. Exactly. And you probably smell your stink last, right? I mean, other people yes. probably smelled it before. Uh, funny thing with Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, she posted on Instagram, um, Dax had to come and get her. Apparently, for she's a repeat offender of going to the bathroom, I think at night, and then he will come in and find toilet paper. She was clearly in too much of a rush and the toilet paper is on the toilet seat. Got it. And so it's a very funny, like just behind the scenes, look at their marriage. And he (laughs) says, what am I supposed to do here? Like, what's the next, where did you want it to be in the trash can? Did you want it to be in the toilet? toilet? Because you leave this for me a lot. And so I just want to know what is the right thing for me to do? 
I think those two are oversharers. Well, I can't throw stones there. I know you. I've shared two stories on Instagram day. recently about yep. you know getting trapped in a porta john and spraying my nether regions with bathroom spray, which <laughs> almost caused a chemical burn <laughs> on my pouch. It's a good story. <gasps> we gotta go. So when we come back, ew. Um, I didn't know. Pouch? I tried to use a clinical yeah. term. I said mup pouch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I that that made it cuter. Ew, yeah, like like a coin purse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> On a good day. All when right. we come back, if you see something, say something. What do we have? Well, there's a Hollywood couple who just got married after being together for 20 years. I'll tell you who that is. And then I will tell you the story of Roly Poly Oli in Wisconsin. What is going on in Wisconsin? Don't worry about it. We'll get to it up next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us. Hello. For just a little while longer. We're going to squeeze every little bit of Dawn that we can into this final yeah, we segment. Are. We're going to, if she was a rag, we're going to wring her dry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right. Maybe rag doesn't sound good. That's not a good word. A uh, body cloth. Yes. No. Sponge? Sponge is good. Yeah. Sponge. Oh. Are sponges alive or they just go back? I think some sponges are alive. Yeah, they're in the sea. But if they're on your counter, on your sink. That thing move? (laughs) Okay, just checking. I have a haunted sponge that moves. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. We would have totally taken the bait there (laughs) and said, tell us everything. Dawn, by the way. All right, here, I'm going to hit this button first and I'm going to tell you. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Do you know about this ghost app? Uh, which one? Spiritus or... Oh, Spiritus. Um, this one is called Ghost Radar. Yeah. Is it like a... Yeah. And it has words? Like yeah. it detects words? Um, yeah. Why are you answering like that, Dawn? Yeah, Dawn, You're, what's your problem? What's going because on? if it's like, uh, okay, so we have something called a spirit box, which is um, a thing that scans radio frequencies really quickly, mm-hmm. like, like that fast. And then you will talk and they'll speak through the white noise, which sounds like, okay, well, that's, um, that seems a little more legitimate to me. But I've actually tried one of these apps before, and it's like you don't know if it just has a word generator in it built sure. in. And right. so sure. you pay this money for this app, and then it's like you can't trust that these companies aren't building in, you know. Words. I mean, I could sure. turn one or on Or maybe right it's now. listening to us and then figuring out where you are and then saying things. I don't think they're that intelligent, but okay. um, I, I don't... Um, if you're going by scientific type, here I'll tell you some of the words that came up for me. Okay, this these are spoken words. <laughs> Did you pay words. for this? No, it's free. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even more suspicious. Mm. Um, basic, simple, direction, touch, plates, basic. You're basic. You're a basic bitch. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. No, I just don't trust those. I've tried to use one, 
And um, I even took the trouble. One of the channels, it sounded backwards, so I even put it in a program and reversed everything. Which you can't just reverse the whole thing. You have to reverse each piece, you know? Okay. Because then my words and my questions would be backwards. So I noticed that there was a pattern. The same things came up. They weren't intelligent responses to my questions. Could you make them intelligent? Could you go, oh, well, that probably means something about my aunt who just passed away because she liked birds. Sure, Sure. you can do that. But I think people are really jumping to conclusions, and I wouldn't trust it as a scientific method. The one time that I did, I I was at the St. Paul City Hall Mm -hmm. and stayed there. Mm, almost overnight and we were down in this basement area and the ghost hunter I was with took the wrapper off of a cassette tape, mm-hmm. a miniature cassette tape, put it in, showed everybody and they were like, do you want to ask a question? And I was, cause they were detecting like all these spirits. And I said, are you sad? Silence, nothing. We go back, rewind the tape. There's an EVP on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, are you sad? And something said, I'm sick here. Mm. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. (laughs) I freaked out and said, I'm out, I'm out, I'm leaving. They're like, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't go. So, I mean, that really doesn't make sense. They're not saying, no, I'm not sad. But they, and then I no, found out what? that that place was an infirmary sure. during the war. See, that is a scientific method that I would say yes, because he has a new fresh tape. Mm-hmm. You're listening to it in real time with him. Yep. So he's not putting it into a program and adding a voice. Right. Not that you shouldn't trust us if we're coming to your home. And we're not doing that. Trust me, we don't want to do that. But anyway, do you want to hear this app right now? I mean, do we have time? I have yes. one on my phone. Okay. And then I'll tell you, John Corbett and Bo Derek uh, secretly got married yeah. last year. They've been together for 20 years. Wow. Here's Channel One. Okay. Um, so you know are, him. First. What are we hearing? What is this? Well, let's ask a question. Okay. You ask it. I don't want to ask it. I don't, wanna, I don't want that thing following me. Yeah. Okay. Sounds kind of backwards. Who's here with us? Okay. Jesus? Okay. I don't like that sound. Okay, let's turn it off. I need to be freaked out. Okay, so that's an app that you paid for? I did, and I regret it. Wait. (laughs) I'm like, did I fall for this? Wow, that's terrifying. I don't like any of the sounds. Yeah. All right, good talking. Let's talk about a a big beach ball in Wisconsin. Okay, okay. so there is a town in Wisconsin. that this is so stupid. I mean, Steve watched the uh, the news report this morning. For the record, it's simultaneously super dumb, and I could see myself going to see this thing, and my kids loving it. <laughs> I could see that yeah, too. Getting into it. So basically, an oversized inflatable beach ball has captured the attention and the affection of this community. Stoughton is the Wisconsin town, and there's no beach. Nearby, this ball just started floating all over the place. Now they're, they're, it's just blowing around town and people are signing it and just loving it. It is the dumbest thing. I love dumb things. Yeah, dumb things are fun. They're fun. 
Next thing you know, people are going to be paying admission to come see the giant Roly oversized. Po- what's it called? It's called Roly Polioli. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. Uh, people I'll link sign this it, up. right? It's like if you see it, I think you can stop and sign it. Yeah, yeah sign the autograph, it. take pictures. I would want to see this if I knew this was rolling <laughs> through town. I'd probably go and see it. I think it's people are marveling over it because nobody knows where it came from. Like where. Where did it originate? Somebody's backyard or what? And of all places, for it to be rolling around Wisconsin. Exactly. I love it. Uh, again, I'll link it up for you at mytalk1071.com. All right, Dawn. Yeah. It's been real. Oh, good. It's been real weird. It's been, it's it been weird. Been. It's been This real has been a weird, weird day, I think, so far. <laughs> it's a national uh, night out. Yeah, man. I'm a little punchy today. Okay. Uh, you know, I, uh, real quick on National Night Out, I uh, w- people were hanging down on the corner, and I was like, why would I walk over there when there's a perfectly good Razor scooter that I could take over there? Yeah. I scooted my behind over there. That's and awesome. It was so fun. I like rolling around. That's really like nice. Like roly-poly-oly. Like roly-poly-oly. Roly-poly-oly. That's your new name. Son of a gun. Uh, yep. When we come back, we've got a lot of music news coming your way. Uh, news about Tony Bennett's final album, mm-hmm. who he is entrusting to do that with. And then also an interesting friendship between Jim Carrey 